Welcome to season three of Overcoming Working Mum Burnout. I'm your host, Dr. Jacqueline Kerr, mum, behavior scientist, and burnout survivor. I interview DEI leadership and mental health experts to uncover burnout solutions at the individual, family, work, and cultural levels. When mums thrive, the world benefits. This week, I'm doing a quick wrap up to season three. We're heading into 60 episodes and 20,000 downloads. So thanks for listening and supporting this podcast. I hope you learn as much as I do from it. As you enter burnout recovery, an important step is to keep doing an action each day, even if you're still struggling with your self-belief. Sometimes our beliefs will not change, but we can still make progress through our actions. And sometimes those actions change our beliefs. I started this podcast because I wanted to represent other women's stories. Interestingly, I've noticed that women tend to think their own story is not enough, and they want to help other women be heard. This gendered intelligence is what Julia Borston wrote about in her book, When Women Lead. Women are intuitively more collaborative. I also realized as I interviewed other women that in addition to stories of burnout, they brought solutions to burnout. This was such a relief. I didn't have to come up with all the solutions. Ultimately, my goal is to help mums overcome burnout. So I am solution-oriented. But to have the support of other women in this endeavor was inspiring. I also learned from When Women Lead that women are more likely to receive venture capital funding when they are leading businesses that address a systems barrier and focus on social good. These are business areas that venture capitalists see women are better leaders than men. So while women lead in this way intuitively, they've also learned to be collaborative and focused on the social good through social messaging. To me, the good news is these leadership skills can be learned and can be leveraged to create even greater change. If you understand how change works and the processes that can lead to transformational change. This is what I've been working on over the last few months, developing a leadership training program for women to solve systems problems with confidence to create a more healthy and diverse workforce. As a new entrepreneur, it's challenging to me to put my science, my years of experience, and my new knowledge of burnout into a product that I sell. I've had to unpack my beliefs about selling, self-promotion, and audience building, I realized in academia that I just had to write and submit my ideas to grant review committees, publications, and conferences. The audience was already assembled. And with blind reviews, it was so often about the work, not the person. But I have been helped by the podcast, The Unstuck Entrepreneur, who reminded me that somewhere there was a woman who was losing sleep over the problem I could solve. So if you know anyone losing sleep over how to create a diverse, and healthy workforce, please let them know my Women Leading Change program can help. I wanted to mention these struggles I still have with self-belief several years on from my burnout. Burnout can rock your core confidence in this way. And while I've learned to recognize these somewhat new and much more physical feelings of anxiety, I probably still spend too much time thinking about the feelings instead of feeling them, which actually helps them pass. So I want to normalize these thoughts and feelings in other midlife mums and new entrepreneurs. 
A friend mentioned how much fun I seem to be having with the podcast. And while I do love the interviews and always learning, it is important to remember to reach behind the surface, as even the people who seem to have it all together can be struggling. In fact, one business coach suggested I stop podcasting so I could focus more on a business product. I record in batches, so I have always interviews ready to progress through the rather less interesting and rather time-consuming production process. But my answer was no, I would not waste the time these guests had given me. Her retort was, I hope you would prioritize your own time first. And there it is. I still find that so difficult, yet it's what I advise others in burnout. Prioritize your time and say no to unpaid work. I've finally resolved to stick to the latter. But my point is, these changes are challenging and new endeavors are scary. And I want to guide other women through leading change from a place of compassion. I still struggle and I know how hard it is, but I also know how to keep going and how to set yourself up for success from the start. I don't do it perfectly, but I do keep doing. I keep taking the steps every day and I hope you can too. It was such an honor to interview the mothers in season three. Authors and advocates like Catherine Goldstein, Eve Rodsky, and Amy Beacom. DEI specialists like Rashika Tulshayan and Mita Malik. Mental health experts like Farah Harris and Alison Butler. Leadership experts like Laura Knights, Debbie Cohn, and Karen Tischler new mother support experts like Christine Anastasia and Whitney Cesares, and burnout experts like Jen Moss and Sharon Grossman. I learned about seeing yourself as a leader of multiple domains instead of being overwhelmed by too many roles. I learned about humanizing the workplace. I learned about the importance of job sharing to prevent burnout and how organizations need to be flexible to meet employee needs. I learned about the stages of burnout and going beyond mental health first aid. I learned that inclusion is when you plan the party, not just show up at a party not designed to make you feel welcome. I learned that advocacy works when lessons are shared. I learned that carving out time for a purpose was harder than it looked. I learned that emotional intelligence is a survival tool for some, yet a thriving tool for others. I learned that women leaders have to unpack their own triggers and trauma first, and that focusing on healing is as important as nourishing others. I hope these lessons have resonated with you and will support you through the holiday season with its additional stresses. Please remember to take time for yourself, even if that comes after the holiday stress in the new year. Schedule time for yourself and commit to it ask a friend to keep you accountable. You can also find last year's New Year's episode from Laurie Pritzman and the Behaviour Change Guide for that episode about setting up your intentional year all year. The best antidote to failed New Year's resolutions. And don't forget, if failure to change makes you reluctant to lead change, my new program can show you how to start with a totally different understanding of change and a whole different toolkit for change at scale. So in the new year, season four of the podcast will sound very different. 
I'll be talking with dads, dads who have led changes in paternity leave, dads who have learned co-parenting through divorce, dads who support mums in their business, dads who lead organizations to support other dads, dads who have burned out, and dads who want to see a different future for their kids. Unless dads are more active participants in the home and more supportive leaders at work, working mums will continue to struggle, burn out, and miss out on leadership opportunities. Only 13% of male senior managers spend time in caregiving, compared to 52% of women senior managers. Men have to make room for women to lead at work, and women have to make room for men to lead in the home. I really enjoyed the perspective these dads brought, and of course, learning so much more about parenting and work. Season four will start January the 4th, 2023. So if you miss these conversations over the break, don't hesitate to listen back to any episodes over the last year that you might have missed, or you can hear me as a guest on other podcasts this year. You can find the links on my website under www.drjacquelinecurr.com slash other dash podcasts. Please take care of yourself over the next few weeks. And I look forward to connecting again in 2023. Thanks so much for listening today. Don't forget to check out my website, www.drjacquelinecurr.com for your free guides to prevent burnout. Would you like to join a cohort of women like yourself who want to disrupt the status quo, but are facing constant barriers and like you are beginning to wonder whether your approach will even gain traction? Have you experienced the supportive environment of executive group coaching, knowing you're not alone and learning from others' mistakes and strategies, but you want to have more concrete goals and measures of progress? In conjunction with my leadership training, I'm facilitating small groups of women executives in peer learning collaboratives. This is a scientific process that it's used in medicine when important new recommendations need to be put into practice and there's likely to be pushback. Peer learning collaboratives leverage the supportive environment of group coaching, but with more targeted goals, greater accountability, and a quality improvement process that measures impact through learning cycles. In my training, you'll learn five new evidence-based strategies to support your leadership confidence and credibility, including how to use macro and micro root cause problem solving, how to create culture change through daily behavior change, and how to manage change and burnout. The peer learning collaboratives will provide a safe environment for you to put your new skills and strategies into action while learning from other women leading similar change efforts in their organizations. As you face barriers, we will problem solve together, empowering you to use adaptive experimental processes to help you build more resilient and informed solutions. A peer learning collaborative has three phases. In the co-design phase, members are brought together from diverse areas to establish buy-in and shared ownership. Building trust is important in this phase through shared values and expectations, shared vision and goals, open communication channels, 
and conflict resolution processes. In the collaborative learning phase, the group process is further solidified through peer empowerment, accountability partners, and celebrating small wins. The experimental process then starts with needs assessments, behavior targets, logic modeling, and plan, do, study, act cycles. In the adaptation and scale phase, lessons from the learning phase are translated into best practice guidelines and operational toolkits. Case studies are shared and champions are empowered to promote the findings and benefits to other units. How often do you find that you're trying to prevent the fires that men love to put out? You're spoiling their quick fixes and save the day hero-based approaches. Instead, you can see the forest and the trees. You want to disrupt the status quo with more collaborative, adaptable, long-term approaches that change how and why we work, bringing in flexibility and greater purpose. Yet your ideas are dismissed and the systems remain stuck, perpetuating bias and burnout. My training will give you the confidence and credibility to lead through change, manage change, and leverage change for transformational change. It will show you that your intuitive gendered intelligence is supported by tried and tested scientific frameworks, and it will provide you with more processes and tools to leverage that knowledge for greater impact and social good, based in public health science, behavior change science, and implementation science. Never before have we been through a global pandemic, racial reckoning, mental health epidemic, or great resignation. With a recession looming, post-pandemic stress levels are likely to remain high and resources low. Reports from Deloitte, Microsoft, ADECO, and Modern Health show that employees are dissatisfied with the current fix-the-person solutions and want to see transformational change in the organization itself. The need to lead with impact and provide return on investment is greater than ever in more uncertain, challenging, and complex times than ever. During these times of monumental change, there have been few guiding frameworks for leaders. There are not yet evidence-based solutions to these new emerging and urgent problems. So it's even more essential to use evidence-based processes to manage change. My behavior science tools will enable you to embrace complexity, lead through change, and manage the overwhelm. I want to help women leaders with a new playbook for compassionate and competent leadership in times of change and complexity, with evidence-based frameworks and strategies for moving beyond the status quo and leading the workforce of the future. When you join a peer learning collaborative, you'll gain confidence, camaraderie, and compassion for the challenges you face. We will use scientific tools and processes to guide our progress, use behavior change strategies to keep us on track and key indicators of change to evaluate our impact. Over a 12-week period, you'll set goals for the changes you want to see in your organization. You'll operationalize them as behaviors. You'll prepare your organization for change by creating a safe learning and growth culture. You'll roll out and measure what is working and why and develop ways to overcome barriers to change. You'll share your progress and challenges with the other executive women in your cohort so they can benefit from your experience, 
so they can provide support and ideas for solutions, and so that together you can exponentially grow your learning, leveraging each other's adaptations and innovations to similar problems. The training and cohorts will be available in 2023. In the meantime, I've created a free masterclass to introduce you to the five key strategies because change can be scary and you still might be uncertain about what it takes. My five evidence-based leadership strategies are leading through complexity with compassion, understanding root causes and solving macro and micro problems using the social ecological model and lessons from public health, leading with impact, identifying and operationalizing key change levers using behavior change science and strategies to create sustainable habits that change systems, leading with insight, creating the conditions for a culture of change using psychological safety, emotional intelligence, rewarding daily behaviors, and empowering role models, leading with curiosity, finding and testing new solutions for employee wellness, retention, and belonging using peer learning collaboratives as a supportive and science-based process for managing change and developing resilience. Leading with clarity, understanding and managing multifaceted burnout so you and those you lead can thrive through change using multi-level burnout solutions. If you're ready to start on a new leadership journey, I look forward to guiding you through this in my online course, and supporting you in a peer learning collaborative. Please direct message me to get access to the free masterclass or sign up for the 2023 start. And please remember, burnout can be related to serious health problems. If you're experiencing physical or mental health symptoms, please contact a health provider or call the appropriate helpline. This podcast does not replace medical advice. Take care. Control your